welcome to the Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. All right. Okay, this is the uh, final session on uh, steps four through nine. And uh, we'll be getting to... uh, any questions, shares, comments here in a minute. Uh, but I just uh, kind of want to recapitulate uh, what we've done so far. First of all, uh, uh, step four is the the first of the action steps where we begin to take action on our decision to turn our life and our will over to the care of God. Um, and... Uh, as I suggested earlier, it's a uh, inventory of of how our efforts to live on self will have uh, have caused problems in our life, and uh, the three manifestations of self that we look at in step four is um, resentment, fear, and harms done others. And again, these are three separate inventories uh, that comprise step four. Um, step five is where we uh, uh, discuss what what we've discovered in our inventory with uh, another uh, with another person, so that uh, at the end, in as we go through the process, we can admit to to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs, and we discuss what that might uh, be um, of uh, selfishness, uh, self-seeking, dishonesty, fear, inconsideration, um, and uh, and and. Try to try to get a sense of how those have caused problems in our lives. Then we uh, 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 spend some time in reflection, and uh, in six and seven we become willing to have God remove these defects of character, and then humbly ask Him to remove our shortcomings. And again, these these steps in the big book are very short, uh, only a couple of paragraphs. Um, there's much more detail in steps 12, uh, in the 12 and 12 on step 6 and 7. We've looked at, uh, 8 and 9 where we, uh, become, uh, willing to make amends to the people we've harmed and discussed, uh, an approach of, of how we can go about, um, making the amends that we need to make. Um, I also mentioned that, um, as we do steps eight and nine, we should start uh, practicing steps ten and eleven, so that as we go through the process of step, steps eight and nine, we are not accumulating uh, 
more uh, wreckage uh, by by behavior that we're not uh, monitoring. Um, at this point, I'd like to ask if anybody has any questions, comments, anything you'd like to share. And again, I ask you to come up to the microphone so that uh, the people who aren't here uh, can follow the conversation. Hi, my name is Ibrahim, recovering sexaholic. Um, one big character defect that I identified uh, in, in working step six and seven was uh, confusion and like indecisiveness, which to some extent uh, stems from the fact that I have uh, low low faith in my higher power, low self-esteem. Um, so I guess my question is, I feel really uh, confused a lot of times about which amends I actually owe and which I should let go of. Um, before coming to program, you know, family of origin, uh, being shamed and stuff like that, I learned to constantly say sorry. And my sponsor pointed out to me a lot of times I have a big guilt complex. So um, I haven't really started. I just finished step six and seven. I haven't started eight again. But uh, if there's maybe any advice or experience, strength and hope with regards to having the wisdom to discern be between what I what I owe and what I should let go of because I, I don't owe an amends for that. So. I don't know if it's too vague. Thank you. Okay. And uh, again, this is where um, where I think having uh, uh, guidance uh, from other people uh, is is very helpful. Um, I've got a friend who's uh, got over uh, forty years of sobriety in Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, and and he has a saying that I really love, and that is uh, always check out your own best thinking. Uh, and that has to do pretty much with any any important decisions. I you know I don't have to call my sponsor to decide whether uh, to to which parking space to take when I'm going to the grocery. Uh, but if I'm making a, a major decision, uh, I, I want input from uh, other people who are living by spiritual principles. My sponsor is almost always one of those people. Uh, and, and, and especially when he's in town, uh, if he's out of town, I may go to someone else. Um, and, and as I, as I, as I start going through my, my step eight list, and that, that's why I suggested first we make that list and try to describe as we see it, what's the nature of the harm. And, um, one of the, uh, that points I think can be most helpful here is the 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 nature of the harm determines the nature of the amends. And I suggested earlier that if you uh, if you owe somebody money, the amends is to pay them their money. Uh, on the other hand, uh, if if the if the nature of the harm that I've had is that I um, have been holding them in in poor regard, thinking bad thoughts about them, whatever however you want to put it. Uh, and uh and and consciously excluding them from all activities in which I'm involved, uh the amends rather than going and telling somebody when I was uh when I was in active addiction I uh I, I thought you were a real jerk, but now that I'm sober, I, I want to be friends. 
the 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 real amends is to change the behavior, start praying for that person's well-being, and when you have the opportunity uh, to do something to benefit that person, simply uh, simply uh, do so. Um, uh, clearly, if uh, if if you've had uh, had an affair with someone's wife. Uh, you don't make you don't make amends by going and saying I'm sorry I slept with your wife. That uh, that's pretty apparent in terms of harming them or others. Uh, but uh, but but by the same token, um, uh, I think that many times what we what we do is we consider uh, that that bad that 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 angry or hateful thoughts harm the other person when in fact they're really harming us and the other person may very well be completely unaware and of 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 our uh, hateful thoughts and and in that case the amends is to change our attitude and and the best way I know to do that is through the uh the the uh the the prayer exercises that uh we mentioned um, as we were doing inventory in step four. I think we got another another question. I'm Michael. I'm in recovery from sexualism. Um, and my, my question, I apologize, I had to step out and join my wife for another meeting for a few minutes, so if you cover this, then just let me know. But um, it's regarding the um, making of amends to um, to those people that it would harm, probably. Um, and again, um, sometimes we're involved in, I don't know, self-deception or delusion that we're afraid of making amends, and so we justify by saying, oh, it's probably going to harm that person. But sometimes it truly is harmful, like the one example you described, um, or to people that we can't uh, make amends to, um, to what extent do you use letters or other methods um, of making amends, making apologies that I don't know, that you don't send, or and also people that you would like to make amends to but can't find, but probably will see you sometime within the next five or ten years, but would like to make that amends face-to-face. How do you handle those types of amends? Well, first of all, um, um, my my uh, my parents had been dead for a, a number of years when I when I got into recovery, and and uh, um, my uh, sponsor had me write out my amends for my my parents, <clears throat> and suggested that I uh, go to the cemetery. Uh, to, uh, to, and, and read the letter or the, whatever you want to call it, that I'd written about the, uh, the harms that I knew I had caused. And, uh, I did that and then I, uh, I remember I asked him if he would take me to the cemetery or go with me to the cemetery. And he said, now why would you want me to do that? And I said, well, I'm, this might get a little emotional. And he he said, so you think you're going to be the only person in the whole cemetery who's crying? 
That's why I'm not sure that I'm 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 going to feel like driving after I do this. He said, "Well, maybe not immediately after, but you can sit there till you calm down." He said, and, and, and I remember he said, "Pal, I'll do anything I can to support you in your recovery." He said, "But you're asking me to rescue you from your feelings, and I'm not going to do that." But I went to the to the graveside, and I uh, and I, I, I did the amends with my 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 parents and grandparents were all together in a single plot. So I made I made my amends to each one uh, individually. And it took a while, and I cried a little bit. And sure enough, I quit crying. I got in the car and drove home or wherever I was going, maybe to a meeting. So that's one 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 form of of amends to people uh, that that I won't be able to see face to face. In general, I prefer face to face amends to. Uh, uh, to, to amends at a, at a distance, but that has to be delivered with, uh, or balanced with, uh, practicality. And, uh, uh, and I know some folks who say, well, you know, uh, you'd, you'd, uh, spend all this money and time and whatever to, to go act out. You can do the same for your recovery. And the reality is that when I was in active addiction, I was irresponsible with my money. And time, and I hope to be doing a little better job uh, with that now. So um, uh, I, I, uh, I I had a sponsee who um, who was living in Knoxville. His 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 wife had had kicked him out of the house, and he didn't know how that was going to turn out. They did get back together, but he didn't know that at the time. And he knew that his uh, mother-in-law was coming uh, in, coming into Knoxville from out of town for a particular weekend, and um, and it was it was about four weeks after he started working the steps, and he was in that period of time he was he he worked through the steps so and he he began by making a direct face to face amends with his mother-in-law, and he did his mother-in-law first before he did his wife. Because he knew that he would have more time uh, to to uh, to deliver the amends to his wife, he wasn't sure that he'd ever see his mother-in-law again, and he knew he owed her an amends for the way he had treated her daughter. Um, if, on the other hand, she had not come, he pro- I probably would have suggested he send a uh, send a letter rather than going down to their home. And creating all that drama by by showing up. Now, as I said, as it turned out, they the the, the couple reconciled. He so, but he did he did not know, and so he took the opportunity to do an amends. And I think you were talking about people who are who live out of uh, at a distance. And is it better to write them a letter today or see them face to face? And um, and and I think that that again, each case uh, needs to be considered individually, and um, and 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 uh, you know if the, if you think it is is not going to cause harm to send the letter, uh, you can you can send uh, send the letter and say uh, you know I I know that my behavior in the past is 
is uh, uh, has been hurtful to you, and uh, I'm trying to make changes in my life, turn my life around, whatever you want to get. And I would like the opportunity to meet with you when you're going to be in town next. Okay, you've made your approach, you've offered the opportunity, and and uh, and and truly, I understand why there are uh, there there are uh, some 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 people who might simply say, uh, "Good luck to you," but I really don't want to talk with you ever again. Please don't contact me, and I need to honor that. Um, so, so again, it's not that there's a, a magic formula, but I go back to what what I what I keep keep saying over and over again. My best thinking is it, uh, it, where I, where where my personal. Uh, interest or concern is not necessarily the best thinking available. Uh, guidance from other people uh, can help me see where I am deluding myself, and uh, and and uh, I I I still rely on that on a regular basis. Uh, whether and it doesn't have to be just about amends. It can be again any major decision that I may be making. Uh, a job opportunity comes along, and uh, and I'm trying to decide: Do I want to pursue this, and so forth? I'm going to talk with some folks before I before I make one of whom's going to be my wife, who will be affected by this. I want to I want to make sure that that uh, that everybody that that I hear what everybody uh, uh, has has to say on that. Um, but but what I have discovered. Uh, over the years, uh, and and there was one there was one amends in particular that I I felt really really needed I really needed to 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 send this woman a letter. Um, and my sponsor pointed out that I had no idea who would open that letter, and given the fact that she was act she was with me when I was in active addiction, uh, her picker. Just might be broke, and she may have picked herself someone who is violent, abusive, dangerous. Who knows? And uh, and so, um, if I have an opportunity to meet her at some point in the future, I can deliver that face to face. But if I uh, if I don't have that opportunity, um, then then uh, my, I, I, what I've learned is my because I've made some of those hard amends, and I know that when I I'm not deluding myself about my willingness to to face one one of these women face to face. So uh, as as I discover that I'm as as I take the action that reduces the fear, then I find I'm able to be much more honest with myself about what are my motives. And so that that's probably the best guidance I have on that. Anything else? Okay. Well, 
Um, I know it's a little bit early, but that's okay. Why don't we uh, go ahead and join hands and we can close with the we version of the serenity prayer. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.